Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for the week of May 16, 2021. Did you know that the Kentucky Council of the Blind has been bringing you Sound Prince for 19 years? On May 13, 2002, we broadcast the first Sound Prince on WKJK 1080 AM radio in Louisville, Kentucky. With today's program, we begin our 20th year of broadcasting. Today, instead of reaching only those people who could tune in to WKJK on their AM radios in Louisville, we're reaching people through the power of ACB Radio Mainstream and ACB Radio Mainstream West, through our podcasts available through the iTunes Store and the Victor Reader Stream, through the Radio I Radio Reading Service based in Lexington, Kentucky, on free CD subscriptions, and on our relatively new information line, reachable from any phone, by dialing 773-572-6318. For more information about Sunprints and the Kentucky Council of the Blind, give us a call at 502-895-4598 or send us an email at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. You can also see our complete broadcast schedule by visiting our website at www.kentucky-acb.org. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind had originally scheduled its spring fundraising auction for Friday, May 7, but due to circumstances beyond our control, it had to be postponed until Friday, May 21. Watch the KCB email list the ACB Conversation List, and the ACB Leadership List for the complete list of auction items. Anyone, anywhere can participate in this auction. It will be held on Zoom and will be broadcast on ACB Radio. You must register in order to be able to bid. Registration is free. Just call 502-895-4598 by Wednesday, May 19 to register or for more information. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind and the Perkins Talking Book Library held a combined bingo event this past Friday evening. Approximately 45 people from several states participated in the event from their phones and computers by Zoom, and we had lots of winners and an incredible amount of fun. Remember that the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind plays bingo on the second Friday of each month from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on the KCB Zoom line. All of the following events are virtual. Participate from your computer, cell phone, or landline on Zoom by dialing 669-900-6833 and entering the code 862-9889-6972. The KCB Board of Directors is holding its May monthly meeting on Monday, May 17, at 8 p.m. Eastern. Board members are open and guests are always welcome. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision invites you to its next Low Vision Support Group on Wednesday, May 19, at 7.30 p.m. The next Crossroads Training, sponsored by the Kentucky Council of the Blind, is coming up on Saturday, May 22, from 2 to 4.30 p.m. Eastern. 
This crossroads is entitled Clubhouse Part 2. Jeff Bishop, Program Manager at Microsoft, member of the ACB Board of Directors, a leader on the ACB radio team, and one of the most knowledgeable people in the Clubhouse world, will teach us how to administer clubs and rooms on the Clubhouse platform, which, by the way, is now available for both iOS and Android, that will make our events stand out from the crowd. Crossroads is free and open to all, but we ask that you register by calling KCB at 502-895-4598 by Wednesday, May 19. The Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana invites everyone to its next meeting on Monday, May 24 at 7 p.m. There's a change in the roundabout schedule for Friday, May 28. Normally, we have page turners on the fourth Friday of the month. This month, however, Janet Dickelman will be with us. Janet is the ACB Convention Coordinator, and she is coming to answer your questions. Janet is our guest on page two of Soundprints this week. She's sharing all kinds of convention information, but the May 28 roundabout is your chance to talk to Janet directly and ask her the questions that you want to have answered. Applications for the $1,000 KCB 2021 scholarship are due on June 1. Applications for the 2021 KCB Tech Grants are also now being accepted. For more information on who is eligible and how you can apply for either the scholarship or for a tech grant, call the KCB office at 502-895-4598 or visit our website at www.kentucky-acb.org. There's been a time change in the CCLVI Tech Talk sessions on Sunday evening. The previous time was 8 p.m. Eastern. Tech Talk has now moved to 7 p.m. Eastern. And the dial-in information is as follows. 669-900-6833. Meeting ID is 879 879- Five nine four nine four six one four. If you need to enter a passcode, it is one two three three two one. From Kim Charlson comes the following announcement: Medicare and You, two thousand twenty two edition. Medicare and You twenty twenty two is available in a variety of accessible formats provided by the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services (CMS). If you are interested in receiving this publication, you can send an email message to Kim Charlson at the Perkins Braille and Talking Book Library indicating what format you are interested in receiving. You must provide all of the following information to be sent the publication when they become available later this summer. You need to send your name, mailing address, city, state, and zip, telephone, and email and your preferred format, either Braille, large print, audio on digital cartridge. You must return the digital cartridge to the library when you've finished reading it. Send your email request to Kim, K-I-M, dot Charlson, C-H-A-R-L-S-O-N, at Perkins, P-E-R-K-I-N-S, dot O-R-G. And here are a few announcements from ACB. 2021 ACB Elections. 
Members of the American Council of the Blind are responsible for electing a slate of individuals who will provide leadership in our organization as officers, members of the ACB Board of Directors, and members of the ACB Board of Publications in coming months and years. Because ACB was unable to conduct elections at our virtual convention in 2020, we will be electing all five ACB officers, five members of the ACB Board of Directors, and all three elected members of the Board of Publications at this year's ACB convention. With so many elections underway during the week of the convention, there are likely to be a few vacated positions on the board as well. To access important information about the upcoming elections, including important dates to remember, the candidates' webpage, the candidates' forums, etc., visit https colon slash slash acb.org slash 2021-elections, E-L-E-C-T-I-O-N-S. To learn more about the voting process for the 2021 ACB convention, please visit https colon slash slash acb.org slash 2021 voting v-o-t-i-n-g dash process p-r-o-c-e-s-s create your acb account now we hope you'll be joining us for our convention in july to simplify the account process we are asking you to create a new acb account whether you are a member or not. You will use this login credential going forward. The first time you log in to https colon slash slash members.acb.org, you will be asked to create a new login, password, and provide your profile information. This will need to be done even if you have previously created another ACB account. If you registered for the 2020 Holiday Auction, no further action is needed. You can use the same credentials you selected for your previous ACB accounts if you wish. We are asking for your name and address for your profile to make sure our donor database has your current information, which will help ACB to communicate with you in the future. Please go to https colon slash slash members dot acb dot org to create your acb account so you will be ready when convention registration opens on may 20. if you need assistance creating your acb account please contact janet dickelman at 651-428-5059-2021 leadership fellows the Derbert K. McDaniel DKM Fund Committee proudly presents the Class of 2021 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows. Each applicant met all requirements to be honored with this annual award in which five recipients are interviewed by the committee and selected by the ACB Executive Director and ACB President. Congratulations to Winter Renfro, Anthony Corona, Greg Lindbergh, Natalie Couch, and Becky Dunkerson, 
Learn more about our 2021 Class of Leadership Fellows by visiting https colon slash slash acb.org slash 2021-leadership-fellows-announcement. Digital Accessibility and the ADA National Network On this week's episode of the ACB Advocacy Update, Clark and Swatha revisit our conversation from November 2020 with a returning guest, Rachel Weisberg, from Equip for Equality. Rachel shares her impressions of the Winn-Dixie Appeals Court ruling and how it will impact digital accessibility. Then, we speak with Peter Berg from the Great Lakes ADA Center about the technical assistance and resources available to individuals and businesses regarding how the ADA and other disability rights laws apply to digital access and inclusion. Listen via your favorite podcast player or online at https colon slash slash tinyurl t-i-n-y-u-r-l dot com slash four that's the number four u-x-t-n as in nancy s as in sam f as in frog five the number five To learn more about the digital access resources available from the Great Lakes ADA Center, visit www.accessibility.org. Cloyd Oaks is a name that was associated with the Kentucky School for the Blind from the early 1960s when his wife, Elizabeth, came to KSB as the house parent for the little boy's dorm, Patton Cottage. Cloyd had a long career at KSB, and he remained involved with the alumni after his retirement. Cloyd passed away a few months ago after an extended illness. Normally, KSB has a Founder's Day program on May 9, but because of the pandemic, there was no program either last year or this year. Instead, Paula Penrod, manager of the Kentucky Instructional Materials Resource Center at KSB, prepared a special YouTube video about Cloyd's career and connections with KSB. Here is her tribute to Cloyd Oaks. When a newly planted tree is uprooted from a storm, one can only imagine what that young sapling would have become. When a full-grown mature tree has been uprooted, One is left only with the beautiful memories of branches that spread forth in many directions, of leaves that provided shade and comfort, the huge hole that now exists, and the wonderment of who or what will fill that vast gap in the earth. I cannot think of a better analogy as we pause to acknowledge the February 11, 2021 passing of retired KSB Director of Residential Services, Cloyd T. Oaks. Most of our current KSB students, staff, and parents did not have the pleasure of an acquaintance or work relationship with Mr. Oaks. However, we would be remiss if we do not pause in memory of our former employee. Through words from the KSB Alumni Association, 
I share with you a reflection of his life. During his 40-plus years at KSB, Mr. Oaks was instrumental in shaping young lives and instilling self-confidence within the students he served. Fresh out of the United States Marine Corps and a veteran of the Vietnam War, he was first employed by the American Printing House for the Blind in the Educational Resources Department while he continued his educational pursuits and obtained a master's degree in special education from the University of Louisville. He was in the very first class of graduates to obtain a certification in visual impairments from U of L. It was at this time he became the assistant scoutmaster of the KSB Troop 10 and later on as a scoutmaster. He challenged young boys on their way to manhood and taught them to never look back, to only look forward to their next great adventure and goal. Camping, hiking, nature skills, anything was within their grasp with their new leader and mentor. Under his direction, a totally blind scout was able to attain the rank of Eagle Scout. His first assignment at KSB was that of Dean of Students, then later Assistant Superintendent for Residential Services, where he served until his retirement. He oversaw the expansion of his department and the development of extended services in the areas of independent living skills, recreation, student work-study programs, short course, and summer programs. He also was instrumental in the expansion and enrichment of a nightly study center that was quite successful as evidenced by the improvement in student test scores and higher grades. In 1999, Mr. Oaks played a major role in the return of the cupola to its rightful home on the front lawn of the KSB campus. The cupola had been stored in fragrance since the demolition of the original school building in 1967. To many former KSB students, he was a dear friend, mentor, counselor, and beloved father figure in their lives. He always found the time to listen and understand their individual needs and concerns. Many times he reached into his own pocket to purchase an item that a student might need and would have gone without had it not been for his kind heart. The best words that I can ascribe to the memory of Floyd T. Oaks are that his branches were strong and reliable, always stretching forth to accomplish the task at hand. His leaves were beautiful, always offering kindness and support to a student or friend, and his dedication huge, as we that are left behind acknowledge his contributions to Kentucky students who are blind and visually impaired. May we continue to fulfill the gap you leave behind in making this world a better place for all. KSB thanks you, Mr. Oaks. May you rest in peace. Janet Dickelman, ACB Convention Coordinator from St. Paul, Minnesota, is our guest this week on page two here on Soundprints. Janet gives us a great overview of the convention, touches on many aspects of this very large virtual activity coming up in July, and 
we know that you will find it helpful as you begin to register for the ACB 2021 convention. Listen on page two and then remember to come to Roundabout on May 28 to have more questions answered by Janet. We hope that you enjoy this week's edition of Sound Prince and that you'll be back again with us next week for another edition of our program. Thanks for listening. Page two. Janet Dickelman is the ACB coordinator from St. Paul, Minnesota. And she's been with us many times on Sound Friends over the years. By the way, Janet, this show begins our 20th year of Sound Friends. Wow, so, congratulations. That's just amazing. I mean, boy, what the, amount, the changes you must have seen in the last 20 years as far as putting Sound Friends together. Well, yes. That first Sound Friends was uh, at a radio station. And we, of course, just recorded it. Adam recorded it on cassette and we weren't anywhere but the radio station at the time. And so it was, um, it was really different. <laughs> Go back and listen to them, those old shows and they really sound much different than they do today. So, and now you're and, all in the place. Yes. And the first person, one of the first people on Sound Prince was Jim Shaw. Oh, Jim Shaw, everybody's buddy, Jim Shaw. Oh, I know. He was president of KCB at the time. So, he, you know, um, I still think about him on occasion and, and miss that guy. He was, if you knew Jim, to know Jim was to love him. That's right. That's right. And all the people that he touched all oh. over the country, not just with ACB, but with social security with social security and yeah. you know just with just with being jim yes and yeah all the all the and he loved his food oh my gosh he just loved to go out to dinner Lunch, we used to have a segment on sound friends he started doing restaurant reviews uh oh maybe <laughs> four or five years into sound friends and um the person who was producing for us at the time at the radio station uh, after Jim did like one segment or something the next time Jim was on. And we actually started doing that about once a month with Jim and his restaurant reviews. And they weren't always from Louisville either. He would sometimes do restaurant reviews from other cities. And um, so the, the person that was producing for us, a guy named Jim Finn, who also is visually impaired and, and works for, still works for iHeartMedia. He would, he started playing uh, on the on the road on the road again oh the Willie Nelson on the road yeah. again and so we called the segment on the road with Jim <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that would be so fun to hear one of those oh we'll we'll have to get it out and play it you know I, yeah yeah, yeah. so maybe we'll maybe we'll put it into the sound print so I'll let you know there you go all right, do. Uh, all right. All right. I guess we should. I, I could sit here and talk about Jim for the whole half hour, but I guess we should talk conventions since that's why you, I know. That's I why you invited should. me here. And, you know. <laughs> well, so we are um, going to be talking for the next few minutes about the upcoming ACB convention, 2021 conference and convention, which is, of course, virtual again this year. And the dates are July 16 to July 23. 
That's but correct. pre-registration opens here in a few days. It so, will open on Thursday, May 20th. So, and, Janet, bring us up to date a little bit on what's been going right. on. And registration will open, as I said, Thursday, May 20th at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. So the first question people sometimes ask me is, well, why should I register for a virtual convention? You know, I can listen on ACB radio if I want to just do that. And yes, that's that's very true that you can. However, we really do hope you'll register for the convention, and here's why. Registration is only $25, which considering all the events that we have is an amazingly low price. And registration will get you a lot of fun perks. First of all, you are eligible to win door prizes. And we always have a lot of good door prizes. And especially in virtual world, I know from the door prizes that I've been hearing about thus far, a lot of cash prizes, which who doesn't want some cold, hard cash as a door prize? And if your name is selected under normal circumstances at in-person conventions, if your name is selected, you have to be in general session to win that door prize. Otherwise, we pull another name. Uh, in a virtual convention, if I pull your name, then you get that door prize. You don't have to respond. So you have the option of door prizes. You have the option of helping out your favorite special interest, ACB special interest affiliates or affiliates with their convention registration fees. And this is not membership but it helps you helps them with their registration fees. And I happen to know that many special interest affiliates as part of their registration are entering people into door prize drawings. It does help out the affiliates and they love to know who is interested in their affiliates so that, you know, down the road, they may be reaching out to you just to see if you're interested in becoming a member or want some more information. So that's very helpful for the affiliates. You can also be a convention sponsor with ACB if you'd like to. The first Monday morning at opening general session, all the individual sponsors' names will be read, and they will also be in the convention newspaper every day. And sponsorships are anywhere from $25 to uh $500 for individual sponsors. So we love our sponsors. You can also, the, the greatest thing about registering for the convention, in my estimation, though, is every evening you will receive an email, and that will give you the Zoom links for all of the sessions that are going to happen the next day. So you don't have to make a selection of a particular session. But if you're looking down the list of sessions and you say, oh, ACB Families has summer camp session tomorrow. I want to go to that. Oh, and here's the Zoom link. So I can just pop right into Zoom and join the session. So that is a great perk of registering. You can also purchase items that are highlighted by the ACB Mini Mall on the registration form. You can purchase your 2021 convention pin or your 2021 convention t-shirt or you can buy a braille form raffle ticket and the raffle tickets help support the costs for the acb braille forum the tickets are fifty dollars a purse a ticket 
However, you can purchase a ticket and share it with up to four other friends if you'd like. And the prizes for the Braille Forum raffle are third prize five hundred dollars, first prize a thousand, and uh, second prize a thousand. Sorry, and first prize is five thousand dollars. So. And you can also, as an affiliate, you can purchase a raffle ticket for your affiliate. You'd have to call our Minneapolis office, and they'd take care of that for you. And wouldn't it be great to have a, fi- a infusion of $5,000 cash for your affiliate or yourself? Yes, Either absolutely. You can also sign up for the walk. Yes, you can sign up for the ECB walk at $25. I I know many of you are from, from Kentucky, and I'm sh- I know Kentucky has a team, but there also is this little team that just keeps buzzing <laughs> around called the Minnesota Mosquitoes, and you're welcome to join us, too, if you'd like. Yes, and actually, if you want, if you want to support more than one team, you can sign up for yep. more than, to walk for more than one team. You can. Yeah, if if you want to do that. You can't do that on the registration form. No, you'd have to call the Brooklyn Center office for that. But Right, right. So, Janet, here's all the things to register for. And um, and then there's all of these events that are coming up. Hundreds of things yep. to do during the week. Just amazing. From morning until night, we will keep you busy. We will. For that, for that whole week. At any given time, other than opposite general sessions, at any given time, we will have generally six activities going on, plus our audio described tour channel, which is going to be, and we'll get a listing out to you, to everyone about this, but each day we're going to have a selection of audio described tours, and they will change each day, so we will have eight days of tours that you can listen to, and Depending, I believe it's going to be six hours of tours, and then they'll repeat several times during the day. And then everything that ACB produces during this convention, if you're a podcast person, it's going to be out there as podcasts also. Mm -hmm. So I know it's really hard when you see all these events and you think, how am I ever going to choose? Well, you don't have to choose. You can decide where you want to be at that time, especially if you want to participate in an event, maybe by asking questions, you might want to go to a particular event's Zoom room. But if you, but down the road, you can listen to them as podcasts. I know people who will listen to one event on Zoom and have another event going on ACB radio on their Lady A device or their Victor stream. So if you, yes. if you have multitasking ears, you can do that. Yes, and the other thing is if you don't have all of these ways to listen, on the registration form, you can purchase an, an NL, well, last year it was an NLS cartridge, but it's also now available uh, going on a flash drive or an SD card. Yes. You can purchase a, um, a all these sessions, all the sessions, all, all the podcasts of all the sessions. Yes. Now, one caution. It takes a long time, uh, several months, to put all of that information together. So you're not going to get it the day after the convention. No, so no, please understand. You won't get it in August. I mean, no, you but, will probably but, get it in December. It might be you can put it in your Chris, put it buy it for someone and put it in their Christmas stocking, maybe. Right, right. 
but it will include all of the information from yes. the convention that that is is recorded. So oh, it's really good. And the other perk about registering for the convention that I neglected to mention is you can select your option for the convention program. And if you want to have that program in heart, in Braille, if you want to have that program in large print, you just select that on the registration and they will be sent to you. Um, the programs will be UPS to use. So registration closes on June 28th. And one of the reasons it closes is so that we can make sure anyone who requested a printer Braille program gets on the list for their distribution and gets them in time for the convention. So that is another reason to register because I know a lot of people really still like to have that hard copy Braille and or the, the print program. Of course, the program will also be available um, as an email attachment. It'll be on our website and you can download it. And it will also be recorded and available on um, NFB Newsline and also on um, ACB's telephone system. Yes. So there's many, many ways to get involved. And um, there are so many sessions. This year, when we started out planning this year, when we had all of these spaces and we said, uh, oh, there's going to be five channels for information on ACB radio for sessions. And then there'll be the tour channel and, and the exhibit hall. Oh yeah. And we thought, gosh, there's just so many spaces that we'll never fill this up. Yeah. And so all of a sudden it obviously got filled <laughs> up because now we're having six channels instead yep. of five. I, I, I went to ACB radio and I said, okay, I think I need another channel. And I could, Probably have used a couple more channels, but I didn't want to have too many sessions going on, too many concurrent things. But everything is going to be streamed on ACB radio, with the exception of a few affiliate business meetings and some of the mixers aren't going to be streamed. But everything else is also out there on ACB radio for your listening pleasure, if you prefer going in that way rather than joining via Zoom. Yes. So... Hit a few highlights for us. All right. Tell us some of the things that we'll want to watch out for. And, um, you know, I know some people that even though it's virtual, uh, they've already taken off that whole week from work to be sure they don't miss anything. Other people aren't able to do that. They'll be trying to hit the highlights and maybe pop in with pop podcasts later on. Tell, tell us some of the highlights. Just kind of stick out for you as you're thinking about you know this is this is the hardest part of what I do because I've got you know 132 sessions and I'd like to highlight all of them and I can't obviously so I I will just go through a few things Uh, first of all our banquet Thursday evening is with Peter Sagal who is the host of wait wait don't tell me and anybody who listens to him on NPR knows what a great comedic news person he is and what a great interview he will be and he's also a runner and one of the things that he has done is done been a guide for blind runners and he was in the um, ran in the Boston Marathon with a runner uh, the year that there was the bombing and crossed the finish line and was about a block away from where the bombing occurred so I know he's going to talk a little bit about that 
Um, each evening, we're having what we call an evening with ACB. Friday night, we have our tradition of doing our ACB film night, which is the Academy Award-winning film for, the, for that year. So the 2021 Academy Award-winning film was Shadowland, which I know has really gotten a lot of press and interest about people basically living in their vans and traveling around. And that's the premise of Shadowland. And um, of course, that will be an audio description. And after the movie, we will have the Friends in Art Showcase, which is always a wonderful chance to hear. ACB has a lot of talent and it will be recorded. So Ace, um, Friends in Art is taking additions now and will get the best of the best out to you. Tuesday, Saturday evening is a segment called Get Up and Get Moving. And that will talk about many things. It'll talk about advocating. It'll talk about exercise. It'll talk about basically the, the whole person and how to, how to get involved in your, in your community um, health-wise and advocacy-wise. Monday evening is our audio description industry updates. And I have to look at the program. I believe we now have Ten, eight or ten people who are going to be presenting about audio description. And we have H people from HBO. We have Disney. We have NBC Comcast. We have um, someone from Hulu, I believe. We have all the industries that uh, Netflix, everyone who provides audio description. We have someone from that company who will talk to us about what they are doing to enhance the audio description opportunities for everyone. And this is really a big deal, getting all of these companies to come and join ACB for an evening of updates. Tuesday evening is our auction, which is always very popular. And of course, being a virtual auction, you can bid or buy from anywhere. And you just have to come in under the Zoom link for the auction. And raise, when they call for raised hands, you raise your hand and make your bid. And you don't have to do any traveling to get to the convention. So all that extra money you can use towards buying auction items. On um, Wednesday, we will have our finance, um, ACB Financial Freedom. And this is going to be very interesting because this is something I don't do enough of, but it's going to give a lot of opportunities and advice on how to stay on top of your finances, regardless of what your finances are, by doing things more online and being a savvier investor and just keeping track of what you have, regardless of the amount of it, of your finances. So that's going to be an interesting session. Thursday will be our banquet. And Friday evening is the opening ceremonies of the Olympics in Tokyo. And we have gotten permission from NBC Comcast to have the stream of the opening ceremonies of the Olympics with the video and audio description. We are going to be playing that in our Zoom room and um, the audio on ACB radio. And this is... You know, for anyone who likes the Olympics or anyone who likes audio description, this is going to be a, a ma an amazing opportunity. 
And prior to that, we're going to have a kind of a opening ceremonies watch party where I believe we're going to have one of the describers who's going to come on and talk to us about how they describe the Olympics. We're going to have some para-Olympians um, talking about their adventures in as at the Olympics and how that worked for them and a few other people speaking about the Olympic experiences. I believe we've got a gold ball team talking. So that's going to be um, our final Friday event. Of course, we have our general sessions in the morning. Uh, opening session is Sunday evening. And then daily sessions will be Monday through Friday. This year, we're going to be doing elections virtually. So this is going to be interesting. And you've had people on Sound Prince, Carla, talking about elections? Yes. And we will have other uh, people as we get closer to also uh, talk about that process. It is exciting to be able to have the elections this year. And um, th there's going to be yes. a lot of them because we're basically doing voting for two years. We're doing what we should have done last year, plus what is regularly scheduled for this year. And uh, so we'll be probably doing elections yes, every day. we will. We're going to start extent. on Monday. And if needed, we may even have a Saturday, July 24th additional election time, you know, because this is, this is a first for all of us. And, you know, are there going to be a few wrinkles along the way? Probably. And, of course, we don't know how many contested elections we're going to have or if we have any runoff. So it's all, it's all going to be a learning experience for all of us. We hope that people will participate. For years, there's been a lot of talk about we want to be able to have uh, remote voting. This is and your chance. People said, this oh, is your chance, everybody. Th this is your opportunity. So if you're a person who's been out there and has been saying, well, I can't go to convention and so, so I don't get I really vote. want remote voting. Well, now's your chance. Yeah. Now you need to, to be there and, and do it. And uh, it, it's, it will be an opportunity to participate in every election. There's uh, going to be five officers elected that would have happened last year yep. five directors elected no let's no, see four, it would right? have been directors last year five directors yes. last year then five officers, five officers are up for year. election this year plus the three bop positions yep. which would have been last year so, so 13 13 yep yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun um just a reminder i know you're gonna have somebody talk about elections but Everyone is going to receive a unique voter code. And if we have an email address for you, that will be coming via email to you. If, you don't have, if we don't have an email address, we will be sending it out to you in both Braille and large print. And that will be coming out, the Braille large print, probably the very end of June, beginning of July, and then the email shortly thereafter. So watch for this. And make sure you keep your unique voter ID code because you're going to need it for every election. And we are going to have a mock election um, just so we can try everything out and everybody can go in and vote and see, see how the process works.
one thing that I should have said before we when we were talking about registration to make it easier for everyone to register. First of all, let me digress a bit. ACB has a lot of different parts as far as how we store data. We have our donor perfect where we put where we keep um, our donations and we keep our members. We have AMMS where affiliates and store their members and certify their members. Then we have the convention registration. We have other different registrations. So what we're trying to do is consolidate all of this so that everyone has just one username and one password. So what we are asking everyone to do is prior to registration opening, we said by May 15th, but if you haven't done it, I know this won't be airing until Sunday. So if you don't do it right away, if you're hearing this and haven't done it, you still have the opportunity to go to members, M-E-M-B-E-R-S dot A-C-B dot O-R-G, and it'll ask you to create an account. You'll go in there, you'll put your name, you'll, you'll set up a username and password. We ask for your email, your phone numbers, your address. Then there's a couple of other optional questions that we're asking. Um, and the reason we're asking those is that is these are information that people who, if we're writing for grants, if we're looking for grants, a lot of entities that provide grants want this statistical data. So there are questions about your gender, your ethnicity, if you're a U.S. citizen. They are not mandatory. You can always say choose not to answer, but they are on here. And then you will go and create an account. And that will facilitate your registration ability. So when you're ready to register, all we need from you is your username and your password. And we can get you registered very quickly and easily. And as far as registration is concerned, if you need assistance registering, we're happy to help you. I have several people who are helping with telephone registrations. We just need you to, you can go online if you're able to do that at acbconvention.org. And there is a link to sign up for your registration that will be available on May 20th at 7 a.m. Eastern time, or you can even go in there now and there is a link and you can browse the sessions so you can look and see what all the sessions are going to be and kind of, you know, make your, your tentative plans. If you want help over the phone to register, you would be calling me and I will be happy to put you on the list for registration and either one of my convention registration telephone people or myself will call you back to register you. And the phone number to do that is 651-428-5059. I think one thing we need to let people know is that this year you do not have to select individual sessions. Nope. Um, but when you register, I mean, you could just register and skip all of that and complete your registration. But the registration list, all of these 132 sessions plus, um, gives you a wealth of information about what is happening each, each day. Yep. Yes, and they're arranged by time 
And so you'll want to look at that information and, and make yourself a schedule so that you don't miss the things that you want to do. Now, you'll be getting a program, but this is a chance for you to get a head start on that process. And the other thing that we want to, to let everybody know is there also has been a change in how you purchase um, continuing education and professional development hours and credits. Yes, and I'm going I'm, I'm going to let Carla talk about that because she's been she's been key uh, in this initiative, and so I'm going to let her just talk a little bit about CEUs and uh, what we what we're doing this year. In the past, each year you have had to purchase a specific continuing ed credit, and beginning last year, professional development hour, if that's what you were interested in, instead of the CEs, you had to purchase that specific credit for a particular session that you were interested in. So you had to find the session, you had to click on the session, you had to go in and say, this is the session that I want for continuing education. Right. Not anymore. No. Um, Last year, we we sort of tried this out because um, the the new system is called a flex credit. And what we did last year was for the first time offer flex credit for things like part of the general sessions, for things that were added to the list after registration. So there were a number of opportunities, and many of them did not lend themselves to offering a a whole credit. So before the convention, we posted a, a list of additional credits, and people could just purchase a block of flex credit, uh, two hours or three hours, whatever they thought they would need. And then they could use them where they found them to be most helpful. Uh, they could, for example, use a flex credit for a particular tour that would be uh, meaningful to their field of, of work. Yeah, maybe could, a museum or a right. – well, I mean, there's a wealth of – Right, right. They could also use them for some of the exhibitor presentations. Normally at an in-person convention, you cannot earn um, continuing ed credits for time in the exhibit hall because there's not a way to track that. But at the in a virtual convention or a virtual environment, you can offer credits for those presentations because uh, the exhibitor makes the presentation about their product and so we can add the codes that are needed to that presentation and it becomes something for which you can earn a continuing ed or a professional development credit. So this year the whole system is flex credit and you go in and look at the list of of fields. Uh, it will be the same list as you're looking at for the just the general registration, you'll be able to click on a uh, button that lets you get a little more information about the session and get some information for continuing ed. And then you can decide if that's a session that would be of interest to you. When all of that is, is done, you then can purchase on that registration form. Let's say you find five things that you would like to get credits for or 10 or you say, oh, I'd like to have 
um, professional development hours for for the all of the audio description uh, projects or whatever. And and you can just add those up, purchase your credits for those, and your registration and for your for your continuing ed is done. The neat thing is, between the time you register and you get to the convention, let's say that other stuff comes up and you go back and you look at the updates and the programming and so on and you say, golly, I, I bought five credits, but I sure would like to go to whatever. Maybe I, I, I won't be able to, to attend one that I bought a credit for, but I'll be able to do this other activity over here. You can change that without having to make any change in your registration because you have purchased five credits. And all you do is collect the information that you're supposed to collect on each of those sessions, put them on your report that you turn in at the end, and you're done. If you, instead of attending five sessions, you went to eight, you turn in your eight credits, um, ACB contacts you and you pay for the other three credits. And so now you, and you have get your certificate. Yes, you get the certificate. Um, you are then responsible for taking that certificate, turning that into the correct entity that's going to award your continuing education. In the case of the CEs, that's um, ACVREP. And uh, if it's professional development hours, you would take that to your employer and hopefully you would have checked with them in the, you know, before the fact. <laughs> to make sure they'll award professional development hours yes. for what you're doing. Yes. yes, exactly. But, or you can just keep that for yourself and put that up on your I love me wall and say, these are the things I've done and add, add to your resume. I've done yep. professional development hours and Always in, whatever in fields this in that now. area. Yep. Yes. So it's it's a very we think a much easier process yes. than what we've done in the past. Much more flexible. If you have questions about continuing education, uh, give me a call and I'll be happy to discuss it with you. We are using the following number for continuing education again this year. It's eight seven seven six three zero seven one nine zero eight seven seven. Six three zero seven one nine zero. Thank you, Carla, continuing education guru that you are. <laughs> yep. Well, Janet, there's there is just so much um, going I, on with the I, convention. I would really encourage you to go in even now and browse the registration and see what's up there because it's so much fun to see all the things that we have going. And I, I mean, we have. Transportation and Environmental Access Committee has several days of wonderful things about traveling, audible, audible pedestrian signals and safety. Um, Di ACB Diabetics has a whole several-day session on living life with diabetes. I mean, the teacher. I mean, I, every day. There is, yes, I can't even, I don't even like to highlight because I'm going to miss out on so many things that are out there. So we've just got yes. so much going and if you have any questions, please feel free to call me. Again, my number is 651-428-5059, or you can email me at Janet, J-A-N-E-T dot Dickelman, D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N 
at gmail.com. And if you're not on the convention email announce list, you can send a blank email to acbconvention plus sign subscribe at acblists, L-I-S-T-S dot O-R-G. So acbconvention plus subscribe at acblists.org. I'm always happy to answer your questions, and um, so feel free to reach out and make sure you register, set up your user account if you haven't already. If you signed up for the holiday, um, ACB radio holiday auction, you already have a user account. If you don't know if you have an account or not, call me. I'll look it up for you. Okay. Well, thank right. you so well, much. Carla, for... thank you for having mm-hmm. me as always. Enjoyed being on Sound Prince. And I hope that everyone enjoys their uh, 2021 ACB virtual conference and convention. Appreciate oh, it. You're welcome. Take care. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, Call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.